Hello everyone and welcome to episode 31 of Business is Pleasure. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whew. I decided to start it off this week because John Oliver here always starts it off, so it's my game today. Okay. So again, you know, like I said, I'm Colette. I'm co-owner of the Clarendon Trading Company. This mm-hmm. is the handsome John L. Joining us today as well. I'll pay you later. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay, so um, I usually start off, you know, the how was your week, mm-hmm. but let's flip it up a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. So, Jonal, how was your week? What did you do this week? Um, what did I really do this week? Um, my, my week was cool. Um, so, it's been about two months since I've quit my job and tried and trying to do this whole entrepreneurial thing. And for the most part, it's been going really well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> most part, it's been going really well. We've made a couple changes that we've seen that have helped the business grow in the right direction. So we're really happy about that. But this last week was cool. Um, we went to one of the shows, one of our most re- one of our shows, which was called CAFCAD. and it was more or less disappointing because we think there are all these other variables why the the outcome wasn't as good. Um, there was not as much traffic as there was at the previous one. That could have been caused by the weather. That could have been caused by lack of promotions. But overall, we tried to like be as consistent as possible, giving our cards, talking to people, engaging, which is always a good part. And like with that being said, like a bad event for us isn't necessarily like a bad event in general. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of people that came out. It's just like it can be a little bit difficult for us at times when like our actual demographic isn't there yeah and it's so specific yeah like we have a fairly specific specific demographic that you know does wonders on like the mysterious world of the internet because you can just tap into everyone and their friend and their sister and their auntie and their brother and their cousin but like when you're thinking about like an event where it's like it's kind of like a specific target audience that like sees the promotions or is like interested in going to that particular event Mm -hmm coupled with like the fact that it was like it wasn't like, downtown it was kind of like in like yeah, a east york, almost, east york yeah, type area not super accessible by transit which is what like a lot of our demographic would use mm-hmm. so like that kind of factors into it but like overall like, it was a good event i'm sure for a lot of the other renders but for us it was a little bit lackluster yeah but it's crazy though because when we went to it last year around the same time it worked out so well it was yeah. amazing you know and i remember overhearing them talking about how they had like facebook groups and they're actually doing advertising through facebook's so I'm not sure like what changed now. And I think like with the difficulty of actually getting there and also with the weather, people were just like, uh. It was such a rainy day. Yeah. It was a bad day. But overall, they said they had over a thousand people in attendance. So Yeah. So like it was yeah. a good event. Yeah. And and we didn't lose money. No, we didn't. We're just lose really money. greedy and unsatisfied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like you know what I mean? So it's like we at the end of the day we have nothing really to complain about. No. But it's always nice to like meet the benchmark that you were trying to strive for, you know? So Or like our expected benchmark, because we do events pretty frequently now right so like we kind of have an understanding of like what we're supposed to be getting like generally like what we can expect from events so when we come kind of like below that and it's a little bit disappointing mm-hmm. and plus i'm doing this full time now i got bills to pay and like, <laughs> you know i got bills to pay <laughs> but overall yeah like like i said before like we're consistent kept handing out cards created was able to you know what's crazy too uh, the good thing about doing a lot of events too because like it's content that we're able to share with our audience you know, and sometimes we don't take that into consideration. It's like, yeah, okay, like there are all these other things around the event, but then it's like it brings value to like our yeah. clientele because it's because it's entertaining to them. I'm sure. Yeah, you know? it's entertaining and like 
Secondly, we're meeting new people. Mm-hmm. We're like talking with people, communicating with people. People are seeing our faces again. They're seeing our logo again. Mm-hmm. Like all of that matters in the long run. So no, 100%, 100%. It's never a bad thing. Never, ever, ever a bad thing. Okay, cool. So did you want to continue like being the... I guess being like the moderator for this. No, whole thing. I like it when you're the moderator. Like, I, I just was I like, let me like dabble in it. Yeah, like, yeah, take yeah, some yeah. Time, you Let's know? practice. Like it's episode thirty-one, and I'm still not good at it, right? So like, <laughs> so like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying. Um, one thing that I've really realized, especially in terms of our growth over the last two months, was our use of Instagram ads and how beneficial those have been. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, before our reach was organic. But I think a lot of the times, like the algorithms don't necessarily correlate with the organic reach. So for us, we are not forced, but in terms of business, you have to be creative. And one method we thought of was like, hey, like, let's start doing ads and seeing how they work. Have you noticed like any major changes since we started doing the ads? Oh, yeah. Like even if you just look at some of our like pictures on Instagram, for example, that were part of like a paid ad or promotion, the number of likes is like like almost like yeah it's just like night and day like it's a complete difference which like is nice but then it also makes you feel like okay like the people that i am reaching through these paid ads like are they our ideal customer like are they our target market like i know like when you do the promotions you kind of narrow our demographics but are they just like liking the picture and scrolling on or are they liking the picture and like you know clicking on our actual page watching our podcast Mm -hmm. watching like going on our website Mm -hmm. like that sorts of stuff whereas like with the organic likes Mm -hmm. even though it's a lot less i feel like those people are a little bit more either involved in like the community that we're in or at least like Mm -hmm. intrigued by the product and intrigued to maybe possibly be a customer at some Mm -hmm. point whereas like with the paid ads it's it's like Mm -hmm. i I don't even know and that's what and that's what i think one of the good thing about like the people at um facebook and instagram is that they will allow you to really break it down and be like hey well you can pick your demographic Mm -hmm. and you can pick what cities you want ads to run in or you can allow us to do that for you where people who already follow us that's the people they're going to promote the ads to so I think it's a bit of a combination of, of course, like I'm sure they're not going to be perfect. That's not going to pick every single person that should be following us. But yeah. I'm sure like seven out of ten times they're going to have the right people engaging with the ad and also yeah. exposing them to exposing think, to those people. I think like overall it's a good thing. Yeah. Because yeah. like generally speaking, you're allowing your product and your page to be seen by a, a wider variety of people mm-hmm. and like just per capita like a small percentage if, even if that is going to be a customer mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. so like i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. it's definitely a good thing either way that you look at it it's just it's just interesting yeah and i think one of the best things about this too is that like we have different types of ads right so yeah. like we have one ad where it's pr- um, predominantly trying to be ex- predominantly trying to showcase like the guy's clothing that we have you know so it's a guy in the picture then we have a woman's one that's selling to them as well. But then it's good too, because then we have two other video ads that are more so used for actually um, trying to bring value to people. So checking out our IGTV, checking out our podcast, so they can like learn information that's informative as well too, right? And of course I've noticed that the videos have way more views, simply because like their videos and they keep track of that. 
Mm-hmm. So I think maybe going forth, we can also find ways to do like a selling ad, but that's well, that's a video, not a, not a photo. Yeah, for like, sure. you know. And I think that's the best way we're really going to figure all this out, right? Like trial and error. That's what we do for everything. You know what I mean? Because there are a couple of ads where like they didn't do as well as others. And we're like, okay, well, I'm not going to focus my money on this one. Let me focus money on this one. Yeah. But one thing that I was reading through um, on the Facebook system when they were talking about ads is that like you don't always want to run the same exact ad because you might get like um viewer fatigue they yeah. constantly see your ad they're like oh my gosh like this ad again this, yeah. exactly so yeah. that's why it's like every week i try to like rotate between a couple yeah. and also like it doesn't hurt let's create some new ones too of course like, you, you know? can never go wrong with more ads so. yeah exactly and also like by creating different ads we can pump them out to different markets and hopefully like we can realize okay well this is the best market for us this is the best market for us yeah or whatever you know but it's kind of crazy because like when i was watching um just a tutorial on how to run ads the guy like he put it so concise and he's like you're paying for information you're paying to try and figure out what's gonna work what's not gonna work yeah because you know they give you like a whole breakdown of like your demographics your your like what's it called the clicks per um the cpm clicks um clicks per whatever yeah cpms or whatever yeah like the yeah. clip I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they like tell you how much you paid per click, yeah. how many people clicked on this mm-hmm. like particular thing, how many people liked it, the demographics, male, female, their age demographics, mm-hmm. like all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And, and, and it's good too, right? And like, it's kind of funny because like, it's, I think the ads were a bit easier for us to implement because like we almost already knew our demographic, which was between the ages of 12 to like 25. And when you look at, when you take a look at our statistics, those are the people that are clicking our ads the most. Yeah. So like you know, it's like okay, well, it kind of reinforces the idea, like okay, well, that's our demographic. We need to stick to it. But one thing I really want to try and do in terms of like advertising is just how like, what other platforms can we advertise on? I was just gonna ask that because like, you know even what I mean? like like for like for example on Carousel, like mm-hmm. Carousel has been kind of like up and down in the last little bit, but like sometimes I'll see like, um, you know, when they have like featured collections at the top, when they have featured collections. Yeah. So when you go on Carousel, it'll be like pre-love collection or like um, fall collection or winter collection. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like how do we like get into that mm-hmm. or how do we become like featured as like mm-hmm. the sellers as part of that? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I want to look into mm-hmm. to see if we can like increase our the amount that we sell through like certain apps and stuff. Like yeah, that. for sure. And I know that with some apps, they do provide um, advertising tools. Like Kijiji does with their ad market, yeah. Let Go does as well with their, with theirs as well. But I, for for us, what I've realized that works the best apps for us are the ones that have that aren't meetups. Like you know what I mean, like yeah. the bumps, the but grails. But we also haven't eBay. really tried as much as we probably should have at least yeah. in the last little bit. Yeah. Uh, I paid out on Kijiji or Let Go. To yeah. me, like it's just generally kind of off putting because they seem so expensive. Like yeah. for Kijiji, it's like it's like bump your ad for like two fifty. It's like seven bucks. Is it? Yeah, it's like seven bucks. Okay, maybe bucks. it's let go I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think it's let go's like two bucks or whatever. Yeah, let go's like two something. I don't know about Kijiji, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's like if I'm posting an art an item for twenty five dollars and you're taking two dollars for one thing just to promote that one thing. Yeah. It's kind of like, but then it's like inadvertently it may promote other things because if, if more people are seeing that, they may be like, oh, what else does this person have on their page? Or they may click on the link to our website. Like, I guess like there's more value in it than yeah. it seems. Or but. what we should do as well, maybe just use the ads for our higher priced items, right? Because we can also, the good thing about a majority of those apps, they show how much people have actually previewed the item. So yeah. if we realize like, hey, this item's only 25 bucks, only had four previews, mm-hmm. let's not promote that one. But this one has had 
but this one is worth four hundred dollars and has already had like 80, 80 previews. Yeah, let's bump that one. You know, and the two dollars. It's not that big bad of an expense, right? Yeah. So something that I think we should de definitely consider. And to be honest with you, it's just like I think it's like a bit of fear that's holding us back about it. Because at the end of the day, it's like okay, we're losing five bucks. It's not that big of a deal. Like or like you know what I mean? Like it's annoying, but it's like it's, remember we're paying for the information. Yeah. We're paying for the information, and that's one thing that we gotta start like getting in tune with and understand in terms of business we're not paying for it to be right we're paying for the information to figure out yeah. how to make it right exactly or the information might maybe like hey like you're wasting your time promoting on this ad yeah. on this app sorry so don't yeah you know so like that's definitely a part of it um but one thing i i because the major thing about ads is either that we're trying to like build our brand awareness trying to entice people to watch our content or to like sell them something, right? Mm -hmm. But it's kind of cool how we've actually created like inadvertent selling methods that don't even cost ads or anything, right? Yeah. For instance, it's like um, when I go thrifting, I'm on my Instagram, and I'm literally just talking about the item, like what year it was from, the embroidery, the structure of it, you know? And then someone will message us after and be like, hey, um, how much is that? What size is that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes we forget. It's like we don't always have to sell stuff to sell stuff. You know what's crazy? Mm -hmm. You know what I just thought back to? Do you remember when we first started doing like Clarendon Co. and we were in like maybe like the end of like the first year? Mm -hmm. And then we started meeting all those people and they were like, yeah, we sell through Instagram. We were like, how do you do that? Yeah. We were so confused. Yeah, yeah we were I like, couldn't believe it. We were like, how do you sell on Instagram? Instagram. Like, you can do that? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like now that we've been doing it so like organically and yeah. just like regularly for so long now we didn't even realize that yeah. like that's what we've been doing but not the craziest thing too is is that like that's our market yeah. our market is like i think we wouldn't sell as much as instagram if we we're telling people hey click this app um click this link and then go to our website oh no because yeah. we're, we're, we're directly speaking to them you know what even i mean the apps like it, it goes to show like even like we use like what like seven eight apps yeah so even the apps the ones that Pay, you pay directly through the app to PayPal or through PayPal or whatever, It's our sales are so much higher than the apps where it's like, you talk about the item, then it's like, okay, how do I pay? And then it's like, either, we gotta meet up. Yeah, it's like either we meet up or you can e-transfer and then people are always iffy about the e-transfer because right. they think you're gonna just like run away with their money. Yeah. Understandably so. Yeah, no they think you're just Yeah, they just think you're gonna run away with your money. Mm -hmm. So it's like people like seeing the product, talking about the product, being able to view the product and being able to pay and buy mm -hmm. right there. They don't wanna have to go somewhere else or meet up or do an e-transfer it's just too complicated they no, want to look 100%. buy and and get it shipped yeah or and i think like when you ever force the client to do one extra step oh my that's gosh. one reason for them like yeah i'm not interested anymore you yeah because I mean? people can be so finicky sometimes like oh my God. People, if you like you know what i mean like sometimes i'm like do you even want this like why like, like, why are you messaging me yeah like, like what like, like what's people, going on here? people can be so finicky so if you have to inconvenience them even in the slightest bit it's like they're so quick to be like yeah i'm not messaging you back <laughs> and like and that's one thing for us what we have to always understand is like what's yeah. the easiest method for the customer to get this item you know what i mean oh, yeah. maybe it's gonna not gonna be the easiest thing for us maybe we'll have to drive an extra 10 minutes yeah. maybe we'll have to ship it and we're only making five dollars off the item you know but yeah. like what's the easiest process for the for the customer you know and it goes back to us talking about like customer service you know because mm -hmm. like in the vintage realm essentially everyone sells the same product you know mm -hmm. what i mean of course there are some guys that have more or less than others but essentially everyone sells the same product mm -hmm. so it's like what are we doing as a business to ensure that our clients are constantly going to be getting back to us you know and to like set ourselves apart you know mm -hmm. like and i think like for myself personally like i always like especially when i'm at events 
I always take it back to like when I'm in a store mm-hmm. at like the mall. I can't mm-hmm. remember last time I went to the mall, but like when I'm in a store at the mall, right? And like let's say I'm shopping. If I walk into the store and like somebody doesn't acknowledge me or like say hi or nothing or say like, oh, like do you need any help with anything? Like uh, there's a higher chance that I'm probably not going to buy or anything. Like, some people are not like that. Some people are different. But it's like, I've walked into stores that are, like, ghost, like, completely Mm -hmm. empty. There's not one person in there. The person at the cash will, like, look at you, make eye contact, and look away. It's like, like, like you guys don't want any money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you guys don't want any money. I feel like, especially at events and even, like, online when you're talking to people, like, people are choosing to spend their hard-earned money with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, them, so, like, the least time. the least you can do is, like, respect their time and, like, respect them in general. Like, talk to them with respect. Like, communicate with them in, like, a cordial and proper manner. If they, if they message you, like, respond to them right away. Like, don't wait an hour to respond to them. You know what like I mean? What? Like, like, just show them respect because at the end of the day, they're a valued customer and without mm-hmm. them, like, our business doesn't survive. Exactly. So, like... And, and, like, and that's why it's good with all these inadvertent selling methods why like I think our business is starting to thrive because like we're respecting them by giving them content that's relevant to them you know yeah and not expecting anything in return exactly like we're not like oh pay two dollars to access this information we're Mm -hmm. like here's the information like hopefully it's useful to you you know what I mean we don't really know but we hope it is and if you plan end up being a customer that's great if not like that wasn't really the intention you know so like it's cool that we're we like we have the drop where we're literally just like talking about the clothing and like talking about our favorite pieces you know what I mean something that we enjoy then we have our podcast where we're like literally talking about a relationship I'm gonna be having my segment so then like you know then of course you're gonna be having your content that's gonna speak to a particular audience and we also have um what's that hidden gems as well too right mm-hmm. so we have all these pieces of content that we're creating and we have our articles and our articles that literally have nothing to do with selling no. have nothing to do with selling you know what i mean so i think that's always important it's like yo we want to make sure you guys are either informed entertained or just constantly engaging with everyone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the only way our business is gonna bro- is gonna grow. Like I was saying, everyone sells the same product, and the only way we can really differentiate ourselves is by doing different shit. Like yeah. you know, I don't want you to come to our page and you're only like, only, the only reason you're there is to like buy something. Yeah. Like you know, like we want to give you guys some value as well too, right? Because and it's also just more opportunities to draw someone to the page, right? Mm-hmm. Like imagine like if you're only going on like let's picture like what's an example of this? Let's picture a store. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're more likely to frequent a department store mm-hmm. more often that has clothing mm-hmm. and like drugs and like pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. and groceries and chicken and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. You're gonna go there more often than you would say like a store that just has clothing. So, I'll, so like, I'll, I'll give wait, you- I'm not done my analogy. So like our what we're doing with our business is kind of similar to that you know we're giving not necessarily up. listen because, well, well, i'm not done i'm not done <laughs> don't make me sp- like you have three <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, go ahead. relax so like so we're giving people a number of different reasons mm-hmm. to visit our page to come to our store because there's so many different things that cater to so many different people there's clothing there's content and like articles and about history and about like how to do certain things for your business mm-hmm. or there's just like the drop where we're releasing like new products and talking about cool stuff that people may be interested. So it's just a lot of different opportunities for people to come for different reasons. Okay, the only reason why I'm a bit thrown off by your analogy is only because like all those things are still selling to people. Uh, Like for instance, like the way I see it is like McDonald's, right? Like you can either go there for food or like a lot of times kids would go there to play in the playground. 
know what I mean? The playground has nothing to do with food. You're not being sold anything, but you're being entertained by the playground, right? Okay, fair. Like, you know, so like that's what like, that's really cool as well too, right? But I think like we're going to be going into that department aspect as well too, right? Because we're trying to expand into like the woman's line, the guy's line, and also we're trying to figure out a system that's best for Clarendon Co. So I think eventually like, yeah, we're trying to be like a super mega Walmart McDonald's or whatever, or whatever the case may be, you know? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm annoyed. Okay. Um, one thing that I think that's like really thrown us off over the last maybe like year or so was eBay. We knew like a lot of vintage companies that were like so good to eBay, like yo, eBay is the best, yo, we got all our sales from eBay. And But for us, like a year ago, it did not work at all. What, what do you think that was? Well, like one of the reasons why it wasn't working is because we were in the very, very early stages of our business and we had no money. So we were cheap. <laughs> we, we were, were cheap, 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 and like we didn't, we didn't discover so many like business hacks yet, like like chit chat and like really, really cheap shipping and stuff like that. So we we're using the good old Canada Post, mm-hmm. which is not that good mm-hmm. if you know. But Canada. it's old. Yeah, if you know Canada Post, so we would like have stuff on eBay, and eBay, as you probably know, has like a very huge like international reach. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of times when we post stuff on eBay, it's selling like New Zealand and Switzerland and England and all these faraway places that Canada Post literally charges like $50 with tracking to ship to yeah. when our thing is posted for like 55 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it was a little bit difficult for us so we would try to get get around it because we didn't know any other way to ship products so we would just be like okay like we'll ship it we'll like take a picture of the package when it goes out like send that to the person as like a proof that it went out and that will be our tracking. But how is it that a tracked item is like fifty dollars and an on-track item is like twenty-five. I don't know. Like, so, like it's that much. So yeah. So anyways, we were sending out packages without tracking, and then I don't know what happened. Some packages apparently got lost, whereas other packages people would get them because I'm sure they got them. They'd get them and then they'd say to eBay, "Oh, we never received a tracking. We didn't get the thing." But which was our fault? This is our fault because we didn't. We were trying to save money on shipping so we didn't get the tracking so we didn't really have any proof to say that like they did get the package it was their word against ours and ebay always sides on the side of the buyer Mm -hmm. so they would get a refund so not only would we lose the cost we paid to ship which was like thirty dollars sometimes they'd also get a refund of the product and 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 get to keep the product yeah so it was pretty bad so after like a couple months of that we're like yeah no we just need to like stop posting yeah. on ebay because we didn't have an alternative or anything or any way to get around yeah. that right yeah and then in the past what did you say like maybe like two months ago yeah i think like two months ago we sat down we're like honestly like are the problem with ebay before was that the items weren't tracked and like you know but there's a huge vintage community on there and there's a huge used community on there as well too right mm-hmm. so like let's give it another shot and honestly it's been like i'll say the top three yeah of of our selling apps it's been working really really well so far you know what i mean yeah so like i think it's important to always try and go back to things that weren't working before if you have a better method now you know yeah before our method wasn't the best Mm -hmm. so now it's like okay like well there's no excuse now and like tracking is cheaper Plus, we have way more con- way more products that we can place online as well, too, right? So like, and, like, better products. So exactly. That are priced, like, a little bit more competitively and stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's just really important to, like, revisit things. Like, yeah. there may be something that worked really, really great at when you first started your business, and then, like, 
couple of years later you look back and it's not working as great as it used to or, or vice versa like I think it's really important to reassess things for the situation that you're in currently and then go from there you know because like there's going to be a time when like maybe eBay isn't working anymore for us or like maybe like our other really great selling apps aren't working anymore for us as well and like I think that's something that we're constantly keeping an eye on we're constantly like, moving forward with yeah. it but I, uh, I think it's really important to like just always have that in mind and, not, and I think it's good too sometimes I see myself kind of like losing touch and it's like we're trying to stay current and we, we're only doing that by like reading by learning by actually being practitioners and trying to figure it out you know yeah but, but sometimes i feel like with myself it's just that like oh i don't want to read this article about marketing like like i, I feel like i know everything already you know? i just need to do ig and facebook and i'll be fine you know mm-hmm. but maybe there's a brand new maybe there's like a brand new method that we can implement that could like make our business even so much better, you know? Yeah. So I think like the constant learning and the, and having the humility to learn is what's really, really important. And understanding that like the world literally changes every second of oh the day. God. So like something that worked yesterday may not even work to like, you know, today. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's something to always keep in mind too. It can be frustrating at times, but it's just like the world that we live in. Like it's so fast paced, it's so fast changing that like you kind of always need to keep up to date with mm-hmm. all the changes that happen mm-hmm. on a regular basis and it's crazy too because like even with insane that it's like sometimes it gets a bit overwhelming right because yeah. you're like oh my god like we got okay this event sucks so now we gotta find a new event like oh this app sucks now we gotta find a new app yeah. and it's like it's like that chase like you know sometimes you're always on that chase you know that's what I mean? kind of the fun part too it, that's the best part right and if you're not if you're not if you're not able to actually enjoy that even of course of course like it's impossible to enjoy everything every single time you know no. but if you enjoy it a majority of the time you almost turn the business into a sport and that's what i always like you know i like that hunt that trying to figure it out like oh fuck this isn't working like yo what what can we do now i feel like life is a sport though yeah but like like literally life is like a game that you're always trying to like win yeah i feel like yeah yeah like you're not gonna have all your best days all the time but like each day is like a day to conquer no 100 percent. but like i feel like even with you and i it's like okay well we've gotten this championship what's the next championship what's the next sport now so we can conquer that you know what i mean but with that being said i all i also think it's really important for us to celebrate our successes yeah because like i feel like it's easy to get caught up in like the next thing the next thing the next thing like you and I have like met like certain like financial benchmarks and then the second we meet it it's like okay what's next what's next like even before we meet it we're like oh it looks like we're gonna pass that okay what's next you yeah. know yeah. it's like it's like always like we're always like one upping ourselves which is good like it's part of the reason why we're here right now yeah, it's part yeah, of the yeah. reason why we're, we're we're where we are but at the same time like it gets to a point where like you feel like you're in a constant rat race with yourself mm-hmm. and I think like we need to like ensure that we do have those moments to celebrate and you enjoy yourself and and you enjoy the process and the journey of like getting that goal and understanding that like the process of getting that goal is something that should also be enjoyed yeah it's kind of crazy like the process and getting that goal is the championship essentially yeah like you know what i mean because like you're no matter what the process is going to be there but the championship might never come you know so like when you're able to look at the actual process and be okay well this worked well this didn't work so well what can we fine-tune what can we re-engineer to make sure we do get it next time you know and you're right i think sometimes like we kind of get caught up in our own heads we're like oh man like 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 you know like this is what we want to do and this is what it is and then we're just like jumping from one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next so i think it's always important for us to just revisit shit you know yeah. okay so before we jump on out of here any last things you maybe want to Head up, you want to say? I just realized it's October 31st. Happy Halloween. Uh-huh. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. 
That's my um, 1950s can monster. We, can you cut that part out? No, we're not cutting that part out. That was the <laughs> best part. That was really bad. You're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, happy Halloween. Don't do that, babe. <laughs> don't do that, babe. Don't, don't. That's what we're doing now. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Business is Pleasure. Until <laughs> next time, peace. And remember to like and share so we know that you care. <laughs>